You're listening to the wide world of woo. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Andy with us holding it down in Minneapolis, Minnesota. How's it going, Andy? Not bad. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. I'm uh, kicking back. I got my Clarks on. Uh, not not died, unfortunately. Just uh, <laughs> kind of your, your basic, uh, I don't know what material it is. But uh yeah, we'll, we'll get to Clark's a little bit later on uh, because we're, <laughs> we're going to be talking Raekwon's only built for Cuban links, or uh, if you really want to impress fellow Wu-Tang fans, just call it the purple tape. <laughs> what do you call it? Oh, uh, well, I've referred to it as both. I always say Cuban links, but yeah, whenever somebody says the purple tape, I like kind of do the side glance, like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've always called it Cuban links because uh, my copy's not purple and it never has. I've never had a purple tape. I've had a, a red and yellow CD, but uh, that's what we're talking today. Raekwon, Chef Raekwon and Tony Starks, a.k.a. Ghostface Killers, only built for Cuban links. It came out August 1st, 1995 on Loud Records. It hit gold two months later. In October, it hit platinum February 24th, 2020, almost 25 years later. So just like Jizz's Liquid Swords, it took a while, but it definitely got there. Um, at 17 tracks or 18 tracks with the CD bonus of North Star, produced entirely by the RZA. The singles are Heaven and Hell, which came out almost a year before the album, as it was included on the soundtrack to the movie Fresh. Criminology is another single. Ice Cream, of course, the big single, and Rainy Days. All of those, except for Rainy Days, receive music video treatment um, alongside Glaciers of Ice and Incarcerated Scar Faces, which were also made into videos. So um, have you had a chance to look back at the videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, what's quite a few? Uh, well, I would say that I feel like a lot of the videos, like 36 Chambers videos and even like Liquid Swords videos, were kind of almost more, except for the exception of a couple, were more in the same vein. Yeah. And these ones kind of got more like, I definitely feel like Raekwon had a certain vision for what he wanted where the videos kind of had the grainy feel, but at the same time, they kind of had the more like mafioso type videos. It, I feel like it might've been an early influence on what was to come mm -hmm. as far as that style of like rap music is concerned. The shots of like the crew and all that kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish I could remember. And I wanted to go back and watch them more, but I didn't have an opportunity. There was one, speaking of the crew shots, where they were like 
behind the fence or they were up on the fence. I think they were on a rooftop at some point. Yeah, um, yep, yep. Was that, that must have been, it must have been Incarcerated Scarfaces, right? I think that is the video for Incarcerated Scarfaces. Okay. And that's, I was laughing because like, it's, uh, I really like that beat. It's not like super aggressive. Like it's kind of in between, but the way they're like <laughs> mobbing and dancing, like in the background is like way more aggressive than the song. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I did enjoy that one. I liked uh, criminology. I'll be honest. I couldn't really figure out what was going on with it. Like there was, so they were standing in like a water treatment center or like a waterfall or seemed like there was rushing water behind them. Um, yeah, that is kind of a weird one. Yeah, and then like right at the end, they had like the samurai or ninja, ninja stuff. Uh, I don't know, any, what do you think? I feel like in a weird way, just like thinking about what you were just saying and then kind of thinking about like some of the background of the album, like, cause I remember like in reading this now and I remember kind of reading it before that they wanted to go to Barbados and do it. Right. Right. And then they went there and there was a lot of like crazy stuff going on there. And yeah. Like they, racism and, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they came yeah. back and did it in Riz's basement, but I feel like they, in some sort of weird way, like, they were just like having fun because they were probably just starting to make some money and they probably just shot this crazy video. Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of makes zero sense, but. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But it was like, I, I, it was a little, a little out of left field, like with the, the imagery um, For and sure. uh, incarcerated. So yeah. Incarcerated Scarface. We talked about glaciers of ice. I like that one as well. Um, kind of creepy, like warehouse vibe. Yeah. That one's a really good one. Um, I mean that one, I just, I just love the song and I think the music video really matched it. That is, yeah. Actually, uh, that one I had the least time to watch, but I rewatched today, mm-hmm. and that is a really good video. That is yeah. a great song too. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think of the artwork on Cuban Links? Uh, I do. I think it's interesting in a lot of ways <laughs> because, <laughs> um, well, like when I think of like the Cuban links artwork, I kind of think of like mixtape artwork in a way. Okay. Like it kind of reminds me of like, I mean, I don't know if you remember like seeing like when we were probably in like high school, like a lot of people would put out like mixtapes and like, especially like the, like around the time, like the hot boys and stuff like that were out. Like I was probably <laughs> uh-huh. in like middle school when that was out, but uh their covers were always like really crazy and like kind of almost looked like they were done on like uh like oh god what am i trying to think of like paint like the paint <laughs> right. Right? you know yeah. yeah so that's what it kind of reminds me of it's like an upscale version of that in a way right um, right right yeah, yeah exactly I, I it's, cool. it's, yeah. it's like a little gaudy which i think is you know kind of on point for like the um mafiosa like braggadocia like uh i don't know if raekwon's in a kimono or like if that's a plo <laughs> scarf it's like on i don't know what's going on <laughs> but he's got like his dome is like smoking 
It's like, I think, is that like smoke rising off the top of his head? Because I don't see like a cigar or anything. Um, it looks like it. It <laughs> must have. I don't even know. Uh, it's it's Danny Hastings who who did the uh, 36 Chambers artwork and has worked with Wu, you know, a uh, fair amount. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. The, the fold out is really nice. Um, it's uh, the booklet folds out to like, the table of like the goblets and you get you got all the guys i think minus method man i don't see meth there but um okay. it like you know full full mafioso style they've got uh, all their bottles and the candles and so kind of kind of doing that blurring technique that uh he that danny hastings did on the cover of 36 chambers like a, a pretty sure. subtle blurring um but uh yeah i I agree with you. It's uh, it's not the most original cover, but uh, you know, I like it. I think it suits. I think you know, it's nice that uh, it has Ghostface on it since he played such a pivotal role. For sure. Um, yeah, it's very memorable. That's for sure. Right. Right. <laughs> like I can always remember, it, and especially the color schemes because they seem to use that a lot back in those days. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, and, and and Ghostface. So so it's Chef Raekwon guest starring Tony Sarks in parentheses, Ghostface Killer. I guess he was still <laughs> still uh, enunciating the last syllable. Um, so yeah, I think I think it fits. Um, you know, it's pretty pretty recognizable. Um, so that's about all I've got for art. Any uh, anything else in terms of background or folklore or anything else uh, you already mentioned about the the Barbados stuff um but anything else about this album so um I actually couldn't find any information on it um but I was kind of trying to figure out because like I know that there's album is kind of supposed to play out like a movie basically and it's obviously very much like a mafia yep. style movie mm -hmm. and uh but I was curious to like what particular movies it was supposed to be. Ah, like, yeah. Yeah. So um, it is John Woo's The Killer is kind of what it's loosely based on. Um, and uh, which is such a great choice for a number okay. of reasons. Um, so, so John Woo, Hong Kong uh, director of, a number of widely regarded films, but known mostly for his action films. Um, so this is the perfect kind of like, everything up to this point has been Kung Fu samples, right? Yeah. Um, I believe uh, for the most part. Um, for the most part. And so this is, yeah, there is martial arts in the killer, uh, very minimal, but um it's really more of a mob movie it's more and i actually have to say that loosely but um it's the story of two it really mirrors cuban links quite a bit it's a story of uh kind of two guys from opposite sides ultimately teaming up i'm gonna try not to throw too many spoilers in there it's a great movie and um it's so great because you know, like I said, it, it has these two guys, so AKA Raekwon and Ghostface in 
in our in our context. Um, and the the literal translation for the killer. Um, so obviously it's uh, it's Cantonese. It has a, a different title and it doesn't it's not doesn't translate directly. The direct title of the the actual movie is pair of blood splattering heroes which oh wow. that isn't that perfect for ray and ghost yeah it is that is <laughs> really cool so okay so yeah sorry go ahead yeah yeah so no no there's just a lot to to wrap your head around um i mean rizza from what i understand this was rizza's choice to to use uh the killer as kind of the thematic framework um so you hear it in the beginning of a couple different songs. Uh, the the intro, "Striving for Perfection," um, that background music is the kind of the repri- reprise from uh, the killer, and then it comes in again. Um, I think "Incarcerated Scarfaces" and "Rainy Days." I think those both have samples from the killer and a little bit of its music. Um, and there was one other thing I was going to say about it. Um, anyways, it's uh, it's just a good transition from going like strictly, well, I, I believe mostly Hong Kong Kung Fu films to still like in the Hong Kong cinema arena um, with some martial arts, but now it's more of a more of a crime action mob movie. And so in the in the liner notes um whoever wrote the liner notes wrote special thanks to john woo who is the the uh director um but they they spelled it woo like like wu tang w or w u rather than how it's actually spelled w o o and uh from what i read rizza just like kind of banked on the fact that it was going to be okay to use like he said they could settle it eventually, but ultimately John Wu didn't ask for any money and was, you know, cool with them using all of these clips. So um, that's kind of the the story behind the killer and like how it serves as a framework and kind of loosely uh, because Raekwon tells his own story, which is, you know, very different. Um, so in the killer, the main character is doing like, one last hit he's an assassin he's doing one last hit and then he's getting out of the game and that's kind of how it sets up striving for perfection with ray and ghost talking about how they're gonna do like one last job and then they're gonna you know retire like have peaceful lives with their families etc um so it's it's really pretty loose but also very on point in terms of connecting with it and I can't think of a better pick. So uh, that's the story with the killer and uh, only built for Cuban links. Also, might remember from 36 Chambers, there was the killer tape skit where Ray is questioning Meth about the whereabouts of his killer cassette tape. And uh, it gets interrupted in comical fashion, but Um, So this kind of brings it full circle where uh, not only is the killer back, but it's the real life killer integrated with Ray and Ghost story.
So with that said, let's get into, unless do you have, do you have anything else? Oh, no, I was actually just thinking, okay, so I stumbled across this RZA interview where he talks about all those things. Uh-huh. And I thought that, that was the movie that connected with this album. And now it all makes sense because he was yep. basically saying John Woo never asked, like you said, for money, wasn't mad about it, yep. actually reached out to him and said it was really cool. And he said that him and Ghostface have actually had like dinner with John Woo a few times. And I was like, damn, that must have been pretty crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. It's so cool when that like works out for the best rather than someone getting sued and like <laughs> having to retract songs or beats or pull things off shelves or whatever. Definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, so what was the first time you heard this record or came across this record? Uh, this actually is a record that I don't know, like, I, I can't like say I had heard it as much as like 36 Chambers or maybe uh, Wu-Tang Forever when I was younger. But I do remember this album kind of or like being around like from my brother. I definitely kind of remember like uh, incarcerated uh, being like a song that I remember the hook for. So yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So like I kind of have like vague memories of being little and like hearing some of the the songs and like some of the hooks and stuff like that but i definitely think this album probably came in much later kind of like liquid swords for me okay like i kind of i kind of discovered it on my own through my own like wanting to learn about wu-tang clan and everything so yep yeah uh it's interesting you you remember the hook and i well it's not that interesting because i think it, it makes sense like they're they're pretty memorable hooks i think raekwon is yeah. one of one of a f- maybe only a couple members who like really that kind of plays to his strength is he can he can do a hook like really proficiently i think maybe method method man too um those those two are the ones that come to mind of course that that hook in um the title track of liquid swords that had rizza and odb and jizza had been doing for years but like beyond that i think ray i think this album in particular like has so many like catchy memorable hooks um which are probably hard for rappers to do right like they're they're not singing yeah. but they're trying to you know make it memorable at the same time um but definitely Raekwon seems to have a knack for it yeah no definitely there's a lot of actually there's a lot of things that I kind of thought while listening to this album and just in general like while doing all this um like just taking these notes and listening to the music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing is like, there's like groups of people in this group that are really good at certain things. And one thing I thought a lot about is uh, how I feel like uh, Jizza, Raekwon and Ghostface are like the best story, like classic mm-hmm. storytelling rappers out of the yeah. group. But like, Riza and Mastakilla kind of do it too, but they don't do it in the traditional sense like those three do. Mm-hmm. They do it more of like a visual, like they're like describing like movements and stuff like that. And like, right. yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I probably sure. dug way too deep, but <laughs> no, no, no. I, I agree with you on that. That's that's a good way to uh, kind of frame it. Um, I didn't hear this until 2010 i got this as a gift from 
uh, Jason Lee, bass player of Triple Cross. We were living together at the time. And uh, okay. he gave it to me as either a birthday gift or a Christmas gift. I think it was birthday. Um, and I, he must have known, like, it's a classic album. Uh, it, we didn't really, like, talk that much about it, but he, I think he just knew I was going to like it. So um, sure. I, I bumped it in my car for a long time. Um, I think this one more so than Liquid Swords, I didn't appreciate it until I listened to it in a really attentive setting, like more so than my car. Um, yeah, yeah. Because there are those narrative elements of it that uh, really piece it together. Like, for instance, you the car crashing at the end of Knuckleheads, like that's you God getting killed or whatever, like. I, I wouldn't have noticed that if it was just like playing in my car as I was driving around and uh, just yeah. a lot of those like little nuances. Um, so it's definitely my appreciation for it has grown a lot in recent years as I've spent more time listening to it in headphones and kind of following the, the story arc of it. Um, but even, even when I was listening to it the first time, like you've got that, long skit intro that you know me I'm not a huge skit person but it's still it kind of pulls you in a little bit like um sure. I mean that that sample from the killer is so good like the, the music the arrangement is so good and then you kind of you striving for perf perfection is like the perfect way of putting it and uh I mean once once knuckleheads hits you're like like how can you not like knuckleheads that's like uh, it's uh it's just so catchy it's like the catchiest i think it's one of the catchiest hip-hop songs that doesn't have a hook um for sure no dude it's like uh in my notes i basically think i have like 95 classic boom bap like just uh -huh. bars boom bap beat like fun beat you know yep. like yeah yep. yeah no definitely for yeah. sure so, so that was my introduction, what pulled me in, um, and I'm still enjoying it. So let's get into the beats, bars, and top tracks. Um, do you want to kick us off on beats? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, what am I, let me look here for a second. Guillotine. Okay. Um, yep. You had sent me a link. You were listening to the Razel album. Yeah not too long ago and yeah. uh, I remember I was obsessed with that album uh it was one of my brothers it was one of the ones I used to steal all the time <laughs> okay and uh so did and, you know uh, that he was in the roots was that just me who didn't know uh I didn't know it until a little bit later okay. um I I found that out probably a couple of years after I'd kind of been listening to that album okay um so was scott storch actually <laughs> right i did i did know that <laughs> Which I rest in peace. yeah i did not learn that until like a little like a year or two ago and i was like wait what right. anyways um so on that album razel does this clip where he uh does that beat and i oh. always like yeah, and I was always like obsessed with that clip because like at, when I first heard that Razel album, I had heard the song, but I didn't really like. I was so young, I didn't really know like anything. Mm -hmm. And then 
I was obsessed with him doing that beat and I thought it was so cool. And then I heard that song years later and I was just like, man, this beat is like one of the sickest, coolest beats ever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a posse cut and it. I mean, it, it's like, it's everything it needs to be. I love that beat so much. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite on the album, but it's definitely one of my favorite beats of all time. I think for sure. Guill- guillotine or guillotine. Yeah. 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 It is a super cool beat. Um, to me, it's like, I love it. It uh, reminds me of like, did you ever play that PlayStation game, Tenchu Stealth Assassins? No, but I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so it, it, yeah, it reminds me of that a little bit. Like, it, it doesn't necessarily remind me of uh, mafiosa mob type movie, you know, like, I, I yeah. don't think you would see, hear that song in like Goodfellas or Once Upon a Time in America, but it, it is a super cool beat, and I agree, it's one of my favorites. For sure, yeah. No, there's definitely a little bit of that on this album too. Is like there is a little bit of. Well, I did hear like um, them saying like you know since everybody was basically just kind of showing up to Riz's all the time, sometimes they would grab beats and be like, "This one's mine," right? You know. So I can see how that must have been one of those beats that it must have just been playing. And Raekwon was just like, I need that. You know, that's the dope beat. And it does fit the album, but it definitely fits it in a way where it's like it had to be kind of squeezed in there, you know, like. Right. Yeah. But I just wanted to go ahead and say that about that beat, because that Razel clip is, uh, I don't know, it got me into like way more into that song. Yeah. And isn't that beat like aren't little pieces of that beat used at the beginning of like at least two songs on Tikal. I think so yeah actually I think you might be right I haven't listened to Tikal in so long it just like starts off the songs I believe like um which is odd that it's such a such a good beat but it's like there's just a little clip of it and then it like completely lets go of it and goes into something else yeah and that could have had a lot to do with the fact that he was making all those albums like pretty much at the same time. right right yeah which is i've been thinking about that too and i'm like man that guy must like mad living him just must be like totally crazy yeah <laughs> yeah and um incarcerated scarfaces that beat was actually originally meant for liquid swords oh i didn't know that that yeah. makes a lot of yeah yeah if you listen to it it's got like a little more distortion and like just kind of fits a little bit more in the liquid sword style than this one but it's i mean i still really like it um but just you know speaking of kind of sharing beats and divvying them up and splicing them and everything uh it's interesting that that ended up on cuban links rather than liquid swords for sure um Oh, ice water. Ice water is another uh, another really great beat, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of caught me off guard because I kind of always forget about that song, and then when I listen to the album, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> ice water is the one that starts off with like the Tommy Tommy Hill, and then the do 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 like a weird like Casio sound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yep. and then it goes into the like. The, it's like a vocal sample right like oh, oh, oh yeah right okay okay yep. 
<laughs> that one always reminded me of like the count from Sesame Street. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it is good. I can totally see that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that is totally. I can never listen to that song the same again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> oh man, yeah. that's uh, something about this uh, album with the beats too that I can just generally say about the whole album and all the beats is that um, all like Liquid Swords, Decal kind of had you know every album kind of seems a little, obviously for reasons, but it's kind of catered towards the style of the artist. Yeah, but like in this one, RZA really like got into like I feel like with this and like Iron Man, like RZA really got more into like the strings. Yep, and like, yeah, Ty, he like I read a little thing where he's talking about like Isaac Hayes being a huge inspiration as far as that goes, and it makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah, and it for kind of, sure. Yeah, that's it, the uh, tone for for what those two would end up kind of sounding like in general you know yeah yeah exactly that's really right on point with my observation is um i felt like he matched rizza matched the music for the most part with raekwon's strength which i think um along with storytelling i think one of his strengths is style like and it is kind of hard to pin down exactly maybe i'll get into that a little bit on my hypothesis on what i think that style comprises of but but you're right. It's like the strings, like everything is like smooth and like stylish and it's not the most intricate, but um, it works with Raekwon and it works with that kind of like mob mafiosa theme. For sure. Definitely. And we kind of touched on that when we did the 36 Chambers episode where we were talking about how in that album they were still kind of in that old schoolish like yep. uh, cadence, but like Raekwon kind of always just had this style and Rizzo even said like for some reason when Raekwon gets on a song it just sounds like a record right you know and he kind of just yeah no he definitely he's like the like the Christian Hosoi of of the Wu-Tang Clan (laughs) he's style guy yeah 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 all right. Anything, any, any other uh, beats that jump out or observations on beats? There's so many great beats on this record. Um, this record, like, I don't, it's like, I would say Liquid Swords is probably my favorite Wu-Tang album. Like, and I, just because I guess, I, I don't know, that album just clicks with me. Yeah. But this album is like a phenomenal album. Like I have to like kind of, take a back seat to what i said before <laughs> and just go ahead and say like as far as like this record goes like every time i put it on i'm just like blown away at how well uh rizza did on the production side of things and matching up with like what raekwon can do as an artist like those two had a really great chemistry on this record yep and obviously raekwon had a a vision and i know that uh i can't say that without saying that ghostface wasn't a part of that vision because i know that those two wrote a lot together and spent a lot of time like thinking about these things together and talking about them so right right i gotta gotta say kudos to both of them for making this really phenomenal like almost 
beautiful piece of work in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. What's your score on beats one to ten? Ooh, I'd have to give this album. Uh, it's hard to say. I'm trying to remember what I gave Liquid Swords, but I would have to say for this album, I it's tough to say. I want to say 9.5, but I might just say 10 because this album, as far as like musically, it's just it is very flawless in a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 I mean, you you actually covered a lot of what I was gonna cover. Um, so I, I won't repeat what you already said. Um, but uh just the like I've like I already said the the framework of the killer like um, so seamlessly integrated into the album musically and story wise. I mean, there's like that song "Rainy Days." Um, it, it starts off with the killer uh, clip and a little bit of the music, and I I don't know if it's intentional, but the the singing like blue raspberry singing almost mimics the singing in the killer of the the female lead um who is also a singer um and it's the details are so intricate um so yeah I, i'm with you on like i won't say it's flawless but um there's a lot to like there and the um just the overall kind of cohesiveness I think is quite good I wouldn't say it's as high for me as Liquid Swords because Liquid Swords had that really good sequencing where each song would kind of flow um and this one is like it's a little bit more start and stop like um I think it's like Wisdom Body maybe or what song is it spot no it's spot rushers that comes to like a super abrupt stop and that might have been kind of a, a reflection of the story it's I mean you could make the argument for it um but it's it's a little bit more all over the the production I think is a little bit more all over the place when when you have like guillotine which is like a little yeah, not quite no, the you're not, right. not the mob stuff, but um, and then um, it gets a little off at the end of the album. I, that's one thing yeah. I just think. Yeah, it starts kind of like you start to hear um more like Wu Tangy type stuff, like actual like group Wu Tang type sounding beats instead mm -hmm. of like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, sorry. Okay. I, was, I was thinking that earlier too. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but um that's a, that's a good observation um so i like knuckleheads i like that beat a lot um it's it's catchy it's i listened to what they what the sample was based on and i couldn't really like draw out how the the beat for knuckleheads is so catchy compared with the original song. I mean, not that the original was like boring or anything. Like I could hear the chord progression, but some, I don't know, RZA, in my opinion, made it better. Um, I like- That's good. <laughs> yeah, Knowledge God, uh, you know, with the, the strings coming in, that's, that really like, I feel like that starts to pull you into the theme a little bit more. It's like, you've got like 
fun like heist or whatever they're doing in knuckleheads and then like you got dies or gets killed or whatever and then like the drama starts with with knowledge god and those strings and like the more mafiosa stuff starts coming in and same with uh you know rainy days and criminology sure. criminology is a cool beat um it seems like people are really bananas about that beat and i like it a lot um i don't entirely understand why people think it's like so great uh like obviously ghostface liked it um but yeah. do you, what do you do you have any insight on that are you a big criminology beat fan i i kind of actually honestly i feel bad because so many people do love that beat i yeah. think it's a good beat i think it's a good song it's a really great it's a great single for yeah. sure yeah but especially for those you know for raekwon and everybody but uh i uh i honestly think that like incarcerated scarface is a way is a better beat yeah. like as far as if i yeah. was to pick like, between those two or okay. any yeah, yeah. Okay. I am in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I mean, I like the the horns and like I like this it. kind of like it toggles between that two different parts, right? You've got like the mm -hmm. the break and the horns and the strings, and then the I don't even know what the instruments are that are being used in the verse, like the down down. Um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so. Yeah, a lot of great beats on this. Um, the ones I'm not such a huge fan of, I think you already know uh, from our Enter the 36 Chambers episode, which I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure I was saying it wrong. I've, I think I've always been saying the name wrong. Can it be all so simple? I think I always say, can it all be so simple? Because it I don't oh. know. For some reason, it doesn't sound right in my head. Do you know what you what you say or what we were saying then? Oh man, no, I don't remember. But we might have been because um, I think I always say it different every time I say it. To you. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, like it's like yeah. logically, logically, I knew that it was. Can it be also simple? But I just can't think that way or can't say it. Anyways, I didn't like that beat the first time in 36 Chambers. I still don't like it now. And they didn't really change the song enough for me to, I mean, it's like, it's lyrically, it's not bad. Um, and even the beat isn't really bad. I just, I don't like that fat bass, that fat buzzing bass. Um, uh, yeah. So that one, I, yeah, I just, I don't even understand how, is it? really a remix like is there anything different about the beat in this one i haven't listened to a back-to-back well i guess uh i kind of like it because it's like a fun like revisit to that yeah. song and yeah you know whatever it yeah. makes sense in a certain way yeah. but yeah no it's definitely it's weird that they uh brought it back but at the same time it has its thing it has yeah. its uh i i do like that song yeah but um I guess I've noticed like the beat I feel like is pretty much exactly the same. I feel like there might be like little nuances that are different. Okay. But I, I mean, other than that, it's mostly that the lyrics are different. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, my only other complaint, 
um, is that, and this is probably going to sound ridiculous, but I think the beat should be switched for wisdom body and ice cream. So ice cream is like this kind of like sinister, like, uh, you know, minor key. Um, and, but the song is not right. So yeah. And wisdom body is like this kind of like fun, like, you know, sexy summary type. Uh, but, but the lyrics are a little bit more shady. So it's like, I just feel like the, either the names should be switched or the lyrics and the beats should be switched or anyways, that's, that's my thing, um, with particularly ice cream is like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't feel like it fits. Um, which is weird because it's like, I believe the, the most popular song and, um, probably did the best commercially. Uh, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you like it? Uh, I do like both of those songs. Uh, ice, ice cream, uh, is sorry i'm just looking at my notes here uh is uh a song that i do actually remember like pretty specifically from when i was younger yeah um yeah it was like that hit i think yeah yeah no it was a huge single i do remember vaguely like seeing the video for it and everything um that hook i definitely remember um but i actually kind of agree with you uh like i didn't really think about it like that, but I definitely always listened to Ice Cream and was like, I love this beat and I love this song, but it is kind of weird that they're talking about this topic over this really dark beat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so. now you say switching those, I'm like, yeah, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other one, since we're on the topic of ice that I do really like is glaciers of ice. And I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Um, in terms no, of, yes. um, but I love that, that, uh, I guess it's the outro with 60 second assassin or it's like, yeah. it's been a long time or whatever he says. Um, it's just, you know, the, the album doesn't have a ton of singing, but I, I like that kind of subtle, subtle melody at the end of that song um gives it and the that beat like the strings layered on top of that piano loop just give it nice dynamic depth um so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna give this uh give beats on cuban links an 8.9 so you know very very high but um i think more than a couple that i'm like eh, or or i just don't think it quite fits um but you know, if we were talking just like the theme, uh, kind of the cohesiveness and, and working with, with Raekwon's style and everything like that, that would be higher, but not, not talking just that, or, but taking everything into account, I, I think 8.9. So that's where I'm at for beats. So why don't we go to bars and uh, tell me about your favorite verses I'm a, lyrics. I want to take my 10 back because i actually agree with a lot of the things you're saying <laughs> and i'm gonna go ahead and just give it a solid nine okay all right all yeah. right fair fair yeah okay all right anything else on beats no that's it that's all i had to say <laughs> all right cool um well uh jump into bars if you're ready and uh tell me what you like and don't like uh as far as bars go i actually like knuckleheads um really great um 
I I just like bringing up the you god stuff because you're one of the first people I've met that's like you god doesn't get the props that he deserves. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. I've had a lot of epiphanies lately about Wu Tang Clan, and one of those is that I feel like you god is like. And this is a bold statement, but is like the uh, the Snoop Dogg of the East Coast. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I can yeah. kind of see that. Yeah, similar, very similar cadence in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, very like everything they say is just very cool. Like they like to spell things out when they say them. Yeah, uh, one has a high voice, one has a low voice. Right. But you guys like the cool. Like every time he doesn't always say the most complicated stuff. Yeah, out of all the members but like what he does say it flows and fits very nicely on the beat and like always just kind of sounds cool especially with his voice mm -hmm. um but that song i as far as bars go like i think it's just like a, it's like kind of like that fun back and forth mm -hmm. uh just everyone's kind of spitting some bars it's not like crazy complicated bars but it's just like i don't know it just it, it's a fun song it's a good song it, yep. the concept of it's pretty cool i like the fact that you guys at the end and then he dies because basically he couldn't be on the rest of the album right you know right <laughs> so yeah uh but yeah no as far as bars go i think this album is like a pretty barred out album like as far like yeah. i mean it's kind of no it's known for that you right. know and like as far and like I mean Ghostface and Ray uh, Raekwon, you know, they even got Nas on the album, right? You know, and you know I think that says a lot to as far as like how serious they are about the bar aspect. <laughs> right, right, yeah. What do you what do you think of Nas's verse on Verbal Intercourse? I think it's super classic Nas. Like as soon as it kicks in, um, you know, it might not be the craziest thing he's ever written, but I right. think that. It's just like it's got that classic Nas feel. It was kind of around that time that Nas was like being becoming Nas, anyways. Yeah. And uh, he, I know, I, mean, I don't know. I think it's really cool because those three to me really make a lot of sense together. They like kind of do a very similar thing. Like Illmatic has a very similar feeling to what this album does. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Um... I don't really have that much else to say about verbal intercourse. Uh, yeah, I like that song a lot. It, it does have a lot of good lines. Um, and I like Nas. Uh, I don't know, this might just be my, like a, a bad observation, but it seems like his voice is like a little weak. And I'm not sure if that's just compared to Ray and Ghost or if that's like the time in his life, but it's like, I feel like when you're listening to this album, it's like these like hard hitting verses. And then Nas yeah. is like, it's, it feels like it's either like lower in the mix or for some reason it just doesn't jump out at me in the same way. Um, but that's all I have to say about that. I don't know if that's accurate. Well, he definitely like back then he had more of like a chill style than I think a lot of people like, I mean, yeah. there was other people that were kind of doing the chill style back then, but it wasn't right. like, prevalent is like let's say it was after Nas you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah because like even Ghostface like on some of his later stuff and even features like he kind of chills out a little bit he's right. so like loud and <laughs> yelling yeah. yeah 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 right okay like I feel like what G, G rap brought to like 
the cadence, like switching up the cadence in rap, like Nas kind of almost brought that with like his like let's say swagger, you know what yeah. I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um what other uh what other songs or lyrical moments do you like? Oh man, there's a lot of good ones here. Um uh obviously knuckleheads is a good one that's a fun one um i yeah. do I, what i was gonna say is um you god said that he didn't get to go back and re-record his uh vocals on knuckleheads because he was incarcerated and uh like I, I wasn't sure if he was implying that everyone else did like go back and punch in or like clean up their vocals but I don't think you guys, I don't think there's anything wrong with you guys verse. Like I can't hear any, any reason why he would want to. What, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, maybe, maybe he just wanted it to be like, the, you know, probably the best it could have been, but, yeah. uh, but honestly, I think it's really like, it just fits that song so well because everyone in that, that whole song is kind of like that. Like everyone's kind of doing that like bouncy cadence you know right right yeah exactly um yeah uh, so i don't know what the deal is with that but i i was just noticing i think it's funny on the um the back of the cd he's credited instead of you god aka whatever his i mean uh you know they all have their mafioso names right yeah um, and his is lucky hands but it says golden arms aka lucky hands rather than you got oh, so yeah. kind of interesting i don't know if that was a mistake or if he was like going to go by that at some point um anyways just uh uh-huh. we haven't even have yeah we we should probably go through at some point and mention uh, all the aliases well i'll do that later <laughs> uh we'll, we'll yeah. get to that there's so many yeah <laughs> yeah uh but uh, yeah as far as bars go i think like they like uh i like a lot of the posse cuts on here you know i yep. think that they're all pretty good i think everybody comes pretty hard on them yeah um uh ice water i think uh that one is a very like barred out song i think it's really good as far as that goes uh criminology i love the way that uh ghost comes in and yeah you know, he, you know, comes he comes in pretty, pretty aggressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that yeah. that to me is like super classic ghostface killer like right right you know he, yeah no he i like every time i hear him coming on that song i'm like oh yeah yeah because that beat is good but it's yeah it's not as it's not the best beat on the album for sure right. but when he comes in i'm like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything's yep. gonna be all right yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i guess as far as bars go if I, oh man, it's hard to say. I don't have like a specific song on this album because I feel like this album is just that's what this album is. It's just like super hard bars, you know? Yeah. So uh, I would say, do you want me to rate them or we wait? Yeah. What's, what's, what's your score for bars? Oh uh, man, on this album, I'd have to say, as far as bars go, I think this album, uh, it's tough to say. Cause I mean, there's, you know, we could, I could nitpick and say certain <laughs> things about it, but right. at the same time, like I feel like Raekwon is really solid as far as bars go. Yeah, you know, and he's just yeah. kind of all about his style, and he's always on point. So I would, I would say, as far as bars go, this album's definitely. I, I'll just say ten. Okay, 
all right fair yeah. fair it's yeah it's hard for me to to find much fault in terms of lyric like the delivery or um i mean there are like a couple a couple lyrics i might object to you know being at like 2020 or 2022 yeah. <laughs> where i'm like yeah, i might not have put that in there um but keeping sure. in mind it you know perhaps they were thinking of it as like a movie and um you know writing a plot more than um advocating for anything in particular um but i agree it's it's very hard to find fault with the the art of rapping on this album um and i kind of teased earlier what i thought i could pinpoint as part of what makes raekwon's style so great and i think it has quite a bit to do with his use of poetic devices of assonance, consonance, and alliteration. So assonance is, well, most people know what alliteration is. It's starting the, starting multiple words with the same letter. Assonance is when uh, vowel sounds are the same. Um, so that comes up actually quite a bit. Uh, so for instance, knowledge God, that ah sound, um, he, yeah. he uses it a lot in, in the titles of the songs, knowledge God, incarcerated scar faces. That one has assonance and consonants. So consonants is when it uses the same consonant sound as well as verb, um, vowel sound. Uh, so we've got knowledge God, incarcerated scar faces, rainy days, um, verbal intercourse that one's a little less obvious but um yeah and heaven and hell you've got the alliteration there so he really uses those a lot and um incarcerated scarfaces that one i like because i'm not typically a like solo tracks are rarely like at the top of my list um but that one you it's it's hard to hard to find better verses than incarcerated scar faces and, and his use of those poetic devices. Um, here's the policy slide off the ring plus the wallabies check the status soon to see me at Caesar's palace eating salads. Like <laughs> it's just, it has all of those like so perfectly woven in and, but no, not, definitely. but not just like nonsensical, right? Like he's actually like painting a picture with those words that are, so poetically balanced um for sure so, definitely so and, and it's like throughout the album and uh and he's not the only one who does that like uh inspect a deck has a great verse on guillotine guillotine um and and i love the way he comes in with that kind of like false start like poisonous and poisonous poisonous paragraph smash your phonograph in half like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah and uh yeah it's just it's great and um that same to take that same track uh jizza i love how he ends that uh well he starts i think he starts off the first line as the like uh or one of the first lines nobody knows how we move like wolves and sheep clothes um and then finishes out with notorious henchmen from the north striking where the mason dixon line crossed like 
that just that one always sticks in my head striking where the mason dixon line cross um so those are a couple of my favorites um Wu gambino's uh you know posse cut uh yeah. I, I love I love the beginning where I think it's Ray is like let's cut the pie five ways. I just I love that mentality and I love like it, it captures both the story kind of like that you know we're we're all in this together and like the the overall uh, aesthetic or not aesthetic the overall ethic of Wu Tang like we're all brothers. Like I actually read that that Raekwon gave. Ghostface, half of the the five hundred thousand dollar. I don't know if it was advance or whatever he got for this. He just gave Ghostface yeah. half of it. Like, like you're my co-star. Like you get half. I, I guess I can't verify that, but if that's true, that's pretty awesome. And I think that, that's, that yeah, no, that's dope. yeah, definitely. Um, I I can't talk about this album without talking about RZA's verse in. Wu Gambino's. This is, I think, the third out of four episodes we've done where I've where I've brought up this opinion that Riza often has the best verse in a posse cut, and uh, it's it's just it's such a tongue twister. And I love the way he plays with language. The grand exquisite yeah. imperial wizarder is it? The Riza Rector came to pay your ass a visit. <laughs> it's just <laughs> there are so many great lines just in Riza's part of that song mm -hmm. and meth meth has a good verse raekwon has a good verse um yeah even masticilla has a good verse in wu gambino's um so that lyrically is one of my favorites um like you it's it's very hard for me to assign this a score below 10 um for some reason, I, yeah, I guess just like the little things that I might change, I'm going to give it a 9.7. Um, okay. I think that's probably more fair than my score. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, I mean, you could round up to a 10, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, I agree. It's just like, it's all about the bars on this record and uh, really hard to top. Um, why don't we go to top track? So tell me what, uh, what your considerations were and and which one you're going to deem top track i have had such a hard i've been thinking about that for the, <laughs> i don't even know the last couple of weeks and it's really hard to like pick one because there's there's a lot going on on this album it's really good like i i don't know uh so i would have to say my top tracks i would say obviously knuckleheads is one of my favorite tracks on here we've kind of both expressed that yep. it's a good song yep. uh i think knuckleheads incarcerated scarfaces is a great song uh rainy days is a great song okay and ah oh man it's hard to choose the my favorite favorite track on the album i gotta pick one more i picked four right <laughs> Uh, I heard Knuckleheads. I heard Rainy Days. I heard uh, Incarcerated Scarfaces. Did you say another? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Ice Water. I, I really like that track. I just okay. like that beat a lot. Um, okay. And 
Jeez. What was it? <laughs> uh, Wu, Wu Gambino's is a good track, I think. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You also, I think, mentioned like in Guillotine, or at least the beat to it. That okay, yeah. I, I I was trying to actually hold back from saying that one, but I <laughs> why I, I, I I guess because it is kind of like an off-putting song to the whole album, but oh, I love okay. the beat so yeah. much. Like yeah, as far yeah. as beats go, that's probably one of my favorite beats, like for yeah. sure. Yeah, but yeah. So uh I, I guess I'll throw that in there. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which one are which one are you gonna pick though? Jeez. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Uh <laughs> it's not like you, you haven't had several weeks to to figure it out. No, that is true. I've just had such a hard, hard time no, picking I, one. I feel you. Uh I would have to say as far as like top track on this whole album, um this is a I'm taking a risk here and okay. I'm saying this, but I think like I think that honestly, in my time in the last couple of weeks of listening to this album, Ice Water has become kind of one of my favorite tracks on this album. And, okay. And I don't think it ever was really before, but like for some reason, that beat and just that track are really like are just gelling with me right now. So. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. We'll, we'll take it. Um, that's that's great. Uh, I, I, I will have to say I'm I'm right there with you on knuckleheads and guillotine. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I would also put glaciers of ice up there as a favorite. Um, yeah. Initially, it was definitely knuckleheads all the way, like that. You know, as the first song, and just I love the sample and I love the delivery. Um, like I said, it has that one line that I would rather not have, but, um, but then also, I mean, you know me, I'm like a posse cut kind of guy. So these days it's more between, I think, guillotine and Wu Gambino's and, um, okay. I'm going to go with Wu Gambino's because I love Riz's verse. I love, you know, the five guys on there. Um, I love, uh, I love method method man's chorus on that um yeah i call you brother son because i shine like one or i'm probably saying i call my brother son because he shine like one anyways uh <laughs> I'm, I'm butchering it but uh you know it, it reminds me it, the the theme song from um boondocks has a line like that doesn't it yeah <laughs> i haven't watched that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I also I also like that um so so I think I'm gonna go with Wu Gambino's um just great chorus great uh great features um great group effort and maybe this is a good time to to talk about like solidifying the personas the Wu Gambino personas of um you might have to help me out with this uh so Raekwon is Lex Diamond um, Ghostface Killer is as Tony Starks, Capadonna is Cappuccino, um, You God as Lucky Hands, Masticilla is Noodles, Jizza is Maximilian, uh, Rizza is uh, Bobby Steeles. Is that right? Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, Nas, Nas is Nas Escobar. Um, <laughs> uh, just like Riley Escobar. 
<laughs> oh, my favorite is uh, Inspector Deck is um, Rolly Fingers. Yeah, yeah, Raleigh Fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yep, 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 you got it. Uh, Method Man is Johnny Blaze. Um, yep. So uh, allegedly they, and this is, I believe, according to both Raekwon and I was watching a, a Vlad TV interview with Steve Rifkind, they were going to call the album Woo Gambinos, but... Um, word i don't know if word got out or if i guess steve rifkin's dad like knew some of the gambino crime family or something so he like maybe like consulted and they're like no absolutely not like like you can have the song but you can't name the album gambinos in any way uh so they nixed that um but okay uh, (laughs) just it's it's funny how that kind of life imitates art with like the you know the mob stuff and getting involved with the mob and um anyways I'm, I'm taking that as my top track so let's get into overall score and uh talk about all the all the reasons why so cohesiveness guests production story anything else you might want to consider and uh give give an overall score of one to ten um well i guess this one i'll have to be a little more honest with myself (laughs) and because i just liquid swords i'll probably just always like love no matter what the flaws are of that album because i just love that album so much but uh this one i'll have to say that yeah no towards the end of the album it definitely kind of like it doesn't teeter off. It's still good. It just mm-hmm. definitely takes like a different turn as far as like stylistically. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, there is little bit nuances of this album that, that maybe could be different. I'm glad it is what it is, but I guess at the end of the day, I'll have to give it maybe like, an, I'll give it a 9.5. I was going to say okay. nine, but I, I think I'll just be nice enough to give it a 9.5. Cause it is a okay. really, really great album. So, okay yep yeah, yeah yeah so i have a 9.4 so <laughs> we're pretty in pretty close agreement um yeah uh what do you think of you know last episode liquid swords we talked about the the cd bonus track of uh kill a priest bible what do you think of uh north star as the bonus track on this one I personally really think it's cool. I, I I actually really like it. I think that it's like a really good. It's just like a. It fits the whole movie theme. Yeah. Like yeah. How it has uh, striving for perfection is the like the intro. Right. Like North Star to me is like the perfect outro. It's like mafioso, but almost kind of like a western like ending where like the music plays the credits roll you know what i mean like yep yeah yeah no definitely it's the best uh bonus track so thus far (laughs) (laughs) all right all right what um so what do you think of uh papa Wu does like the we're kind of like talking like pep talk or whatever and then ODB is singing, which is ODB's only appearance uh, on mm-hmm. the album. Um, so, do you think, do you think uh, ODB's 
presence was missing in the rest of the songs? Do you think it would have been better with, with him? Or what are your thoughts on ODB's contributions to this album? Uh, I do actually feel that way, yeah. I feel like personally that they, they might have been missing him a lot during this album personally, like as, as friends and, uh-huh. you know, fellow artists and all that. Um, they, I feel like had he been on this album, you know, obviously it would have been a lot of fun because everyone can loves ODB and yeah. just, you know, he is who he is. And right. yeah, so uh, yeah, no, in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, it's still a great album. It still is what it is, but yeah. Um, I, I, every time I listen to it, I kind of think about that actually. I'm like, dang, man, that would have been kind of cool to have more of ODB on this album, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard for me to envision like what it would it have been. It like. is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but I can, I can see it happening though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it the way with his contribution at the end. Like, I honestly didn't know that he could actually like hold a tune pretty well. Like he, I, I like his singing in, in that song and, yeah. um, and his lyrical or his, his vocal delivery is like a little bit more all over the place. So I'm not sure which song it would have worked well on. I'm, I'm sure there is one that he could have pulled off, but I'm just, I'm not sure. So I'm personally, I'm pretty okay with like the way it ended up and, you know, especially the fact that he did, even though he didn't have a verse, he ultimately did contribute to the album is kind of nice. They had basically everyone. Um, yeah. You know, the whole the whole clan minus, I guess, whatever Killer Priest's role was. I, I don't, <laughs> I'm still kind of unsure whether he was like an original member and then Master Killer took his place or if it was like, it was really up in the air and then he... I don't, and now he's just like relegated to affiliate or what but um anyways yeah. it's, it's nice to have them all you know contributing to this this movie and and really pulling it off uh movie of For course sure. in, in quotation marks but just um the story i guess i should say um, yeah no no for sure. uh so what do you think of the skits on this one we've got striving for perfection we've got um what else we've got the shark biters um the, let's see is there one before spot rushers i want to say there is or um yeah what what are your thoughts on the, the skits? uh overall i think that they're uh on here they're pretty solid um some of them are just more like conversations and i had actually like years ago watched this interview where rizza was talking about he's like with Ray and Ghost, it's so easy to do the skits because all I literally have to do is put the microphone in front of them and just turn the rec- like hit record. And right. Just like I edit them talking basically. Right. Because like <laughs> I have to say, like Ghostface does some of the best. Like I mean, his skits are really dark, and like some of the stuff <laughs> he says is super right. dark. Right. And it's probably stuff I would never say, but. Uh, they are really good like they he is a really funny person like he has that like super thick like like accent yeah. <laughs> like east coast accent and everything and it's just right. yeah i don't know i i i guess i like the fact that the ones on this album almost feel 
make it they they kind of tie in with the feel of the movie aspect where like right. the skits aren't so much like funny they're just more like actual conversations right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um i think a perfect example of that is the 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 clarks uh i think it's before glaciers of ice yeah he's talking about dying the clarks and i just love his enthusiasm for it for that <laughs> it's like yeah he's, he's like, like huge into that Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like um, super into fashion and everything so <laughs> yeah. apparently they just like took a took a recorder like a two-inch tape recorder in the car and like drove around and started talking mm-hmm. like and and um that's that was the origin of this uh uh glaciers of ice skit it was like an apparent an idea that he had or he'd he'd, he'd already been doing like dying clarks or something i don't know honestly yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I despite wearing clarks right now i i didn't even notice until tonight that they were clarks and i didn't even really know what clarks were for a long time so <laughs> uh this skit was kind of a mystery for a while but eventually i pieced it together um, for sure so yeah striving for perfection i really like um you know it uh it, it really ties in nicely with the the killer crossover um the music in striving for for perfection is like um i don't know if you can sometimes i have a hard time hearing the song when i'm not listening to it or if i'm just thinking about it but um so think about pressing play on track one and listen to striving for perfection and the music in the background and it's like i don't know what instrument it is but it almost like, and this is probably subconscious or subliminal to me, but it sounds, it kind of reminded me of like Pyrex glasses, like clicking together a little bit. It's like yeah, glass bells or something or like glass synths or, you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you mean. I didn't like, I guess I didn't think about it quite like that, but yeah, no, that's totally true. It has this like glass clinking yeah. sound to it. It definitely like, sets up a scene you know right, for right. sure yeah, yeah yeah um i like uh i think it's before spot rushers um where i i don't actually like the dialogue doesn't really draw me in that much they're talking about like it's hot out and the sun isn't even out um but but in the background um you can hear you god rapping and i think you can hear rizza rapping and um that's actually from a St. Ides, like the malt, I guess it's a beer or something. I don't know. I'm not a, okay. not a big enthusiast. Uh, let me do a quick Google search on that. St. Ides. Okay. So St. Ides was uh, an iconic malt liquor from the nineties and their commercials had a lot of hip hop artists and this was, yep. from what I understand, an original song that they had done um, for Saint for a Saint Ides commercial, and you can actually listen to the both the commercial and the full song. I think on YouTube, um, I'm pretty sure I've seen that actually because okay. I did watch. There's a bunch of commercials that, though not a bunch, but there's a few that they did back in the day. There's a couple I kind of remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, but I so, didn't realize that that was from that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool, um, especially when you consider that you got died, like you know, 
uh, at least in the story died after the first track it's like the ghost of you god coming back or like a little recall to that um yeah yeah for sure kind of fun um any other oh yeah i i think uh you can imagine i don't like the skit before can it be all so simple just like the yelling and gun and gun blasts um it's basically the same reason why i don't really like uh the the skit before tears um even though it does fit it's like eh, i don't know i i don't yeah. feel like i need to hear it um especially if i'm just like driving around or like having a conversation with someone in the car and this is going on in the background <laughs> for sure um but uh, overall, I, I do like the skits um, in this one quite a bit. They, they fit pretty well, um, especially striving for perfection. And I agree with, with your sentiment about North Star, um, even though that's not really a skit, but it, it does like thematically kind of tie up like the story and like, you know, the credits rolling, like our hero has succeeded. He can do what he set out to do in the beginning um so yeah yeah so that is uh raekwon and ghostface killers only built for cuban links um as uh hopefully i've uh emphasized at one or two points thus far in the podcast uh andy and i are not experts uh so we probably um made a mistake or two feel free to let us know wideworldofwoo at gmail.com or look us up on Instagram, wideworldofwoo, all one word. We just cracked the 200 follower mark. So uh, thank you to everyone who's given us a follow and uh, engaging with us as we explore the wide world of woo. Um, I believe we're still on a quest for Patreon supporters. If you uh, want to get in on the ground floor and uh help us elevate our game we would love that and uh we'll give you shout outs maybe we can we can uh dream up some other nice incentives um but you can request that uh we do an episode on a particular album um so feel free to get involved um that's all i've got for cuban links anything else on your end andy uh no uh other than just had a lot of fun listening to this album it's a great album yeah. uh yeah that's pretty much all i got <laughs> so right on well thanks everyone for listening we'll be back soon and we'll see you then <laughs>